Welcome to the New Britain Herald and Bristol Press Stories of the Week. My name is Matt Hornick, and each week, my fellow reporter Catherine Chen and I will take you through some of the newspaper's most compelling stories. We will bring on guests to further highlight some of the best reporting being done in our newsrooms. And this week, we are joined by Berlin Economic Director Chris Edge to discuss the steady opening of several businesses and other developments in town. Hello, and welcome back to Stories of the Week. I'm Matt, and I'm here with Catherine. And we're talking businesses this week, small businesses. We are, but I want to preface if you guys are listening right now to pause and grab a snack or something, because I slightly regret we asked all those questions about restaurants because I am starving right now, which is good, right? I guess he's making it sound really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, grab a snack and get ready to hear that uh, our work is better than the Wall Street Journal's. Because uh, our guest today, Chris Edge, the Berlin Economic Development Director, uh, he says that. Yeah. T- take that, Wall Street Journal. Yeah, we should uh, put that on a badge and hold it as an honor, I think. <laughs> For sure. But in all seriousness, Berlin's done a really great job of opening businesses despite uh, the pandemic that has lasted for more than a year now. And Chris has helped steamroll that from every direction. He's... He's someone that loves to help people get their businesses off the ground and do so in Berlin. And he gives an update on everything he's gotten done in sort of the past year or so or helped get done. Some projects that are still being worked on, what's next to come. And without further ado, here's the always enthusiastic, always proud of Berlin, Connecticut economic director, Chris Edge. And and we're here now with Berlin Economic Development Director, Chris Edge. Uh, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I appreciate uh, Catherine and Matt giving me a couple minutes of your time. I'm doing very well. And just to get right into it, uh, there's been a a variety of businesses opening in Berlin over the past year, despite uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Can you just explain to us a little bit how you did that, how you pulled all that off uh, in combination with those businesses and how, if at all, the pandemic interrupted that in the beginning? Sure. Um, We actually have been rolling pretty well going to the end of 2019. Uh, We actually had uh, finally created a Connecticut Main Street program called Kensington Village, had a nice little momentum, uh, had a handful of different groundbreakings and ribbon cuttings. Um, I think the two we had done were two restaurants, uh, Barrel and Vine and Seven Moons, to go into 2020. And then, of course, pandemic. Uh, everything kind of hit the brakes pretty hard. Uh, we ended up doing one groundbreaking for Complete Sheet Metal, which is a local manufacturer, local resident who decided to build a brand new building in the middle of COVID. Um, we had a couple different efforts, including Eat Local, Win Local, and other ones. So uh, we'd done pretty well overall. Um, had a couple businesses that went out, again, like many communities. Um, I think in Berlin, we were blessed for the fact that I would say probably 70% of our daytime population never stopped working. Um, Comcast, Eversource, manufacturing, contractors. Um, so they were able to support the small business, support the restaurants. So from let's say March until maybe August, we kind of worked our way through, tried a couple different campaigns. People seem to be surviving. Um, again, we lost a couple restaurants, a couple businesses, which was sad. Um, in September, I had gotten to the point that basically I had just had it was the best way to put it. <laughs> I said, enough. Um, and I called the town manager's assistant. I said, do me a favor, schedule ribbon cutting every Friday between now until I basically tell you to stop the end of the year. 
And we ended up just popping in businesses that had either done things before pandemic or during the pandemic. So we essentially started with um, the first one, which was the uh, the groundbreaking for the boulevard, which is really the big kickoff on our $17 million mixed use project by the train station. Uh, went forward with uh, Rooster's Chicken and Waffles, did a groundbreaking for um, Turnpike Ridge, which is the $13 million mixed use project, which is a 72 apartments in retail by the Acura dealership. The good thing about that was we continued through, and I think we did 15 ribbon cuttings or ground bakings, I think, between September 15th and December 31st. So we just, I just basically kept going. The good thing, too, it was a combination. We had some that had been delayed. Um, Focus Physical Therapy built their own brand new building. We didn't get a chance to do it when COVID hit. Um, folks like um, Sudortano, the Faux Bar, uh, Boss Grill, they were all tenants in the building right next to the new Turnpike Bridge development with the apartments. Um, additionally, we had a handful of ones right around the downtown area, including uh, the Color Platform, um, Provision State Coffee. Um, and it really had worked well because businesses continued to um, invest and put in their time and energy into Berlin. Um, I don't think there's any magic formula. I think part of what I do and, and what's been nice about it is the relationship, especially with um, the, the two of you and Sierra, um, great on getting the word out about what's happening through the Herald. And it's not just a basic business story. It's a human interest story. You, you take the, the people behind it, how they got there, the story and the fact that they have a business, which is more interesting. I mean, you know, it's, most people look at the Wall Street Journal, you get bored in about 30 seconds. When you're looking at a business article in, let's say, the Herald, you, you see it, there's a personality to it. And then the community, to a large degree, has also really embraced a lot of these businesses, which I think is, is such a key factor with it. Um, a couple things that are happening going forward. Um, the first building at Turnpike Ridge, which is an 18,000 square foot retail building, is close to completion. Uh, they'll hopefully have some new tenants pretty soon. Um, the existing building, I think they only have one spot left where a year and a half, two years ago, they basically had fresh monkey in a hair salon. So they've seen a lot of progress there. Uh, we're hoping to have a groundbreaking in the first building, which is I believe gonna be a nine steel boulevard, which is gonna be the first one by the train station, 16 apartments, about 7,000 square feet of retail and restaurant space. And we're, we're excited about that because that is gonna be the uh, Southington based developer. Uh, it's a parcel that was owned by the town. They purchased it from the town um, and really helped us spur that, uh, what's gonna be happening around the train station on Farmington Avenue. Well, like you said, um, there's no magical formula to to go about this, and because no one no one's prepared for a pandemic, and I think that's that's sort of been the the general narrative. But has has anything changed because of the pandemic? I know I've spoken to several businesses that had to change their structure, you know, the way they were planning on selling their product, and and some for the better, and some for not. Uh, is that something that you're seeing both for your office and for the businesses that you guys work with? Absolutely. Um, there definitely was quite a few changes. I think initially, let's say March into April, people were very reticent to go out and do anything. I think there was so much unknown, so much fear. I think when you saw the numbers that were coming from um, overseas, it really scared people. Um, I think as we got into late April, May, and June, people really started to go out and do stuff to a limited degree. A lot of it ended up being, uh, for instance, the restaurants. Restaurants ended up doing um, takeout. Um, hands-free curbside, um, a lot more on your um, 
your services, it was the name of them, Grubhub and those type of things. Um, a handful of different businesses set up an outside patio. They hadn't had one before, but in order to make their customers feel comfortable, they set up those outside patios. A couple different businesses also had done um, like your, your family style meals. So you would get uh, spaghetti and meatballs, whatever it is, you can feed your old family, you grab it on the way home from work. And, and I think that helps some of them to a large degree. Um, as we're moving forward, yes, I think many businesses are trying to figure out the mix on how to make it work. Uh, my hope is with more vaccinations, people feel more comfortable, they'll go back out and support the businesses. Um, I know with the effort that we launched last week, which was a Berlin bingo, um, we have over 100 businesses that are involved right now, where essentially if you get bingo, you got a shot to win one of five gift cards, 50, 75, 100, $150, $250. And really what it is, there's 24 spots on the card, anything from a restaurant to get a book from the library to my favorite, which is go in and thank a business for being in Berlin. You do that, you get a sign off on a square. Um, and most of it is related to all kinds of different businesses. You've got visit a martial arts studio, go get your car fixed. And, and really, I try to make it as diverse. I think if, if you look at during COVID, especially the first five or six months, the focus really was restaurants and retail. And I'm really trying to broaden it to a large degree so people get to see who's out there for businesses and hopefully spend some money in the process. Well, you mentioned Turnpike Ridge and the uh, other large new development coming to by the train station. What's yes, uh, what's construction been like in this time? It's seems like a weird time to try to get stuff done, have large construction crews in, a, in one place at the same time. How has that just changed sort of the that process of opening a business? Um, I, it's actually been interesting for the fact that having two different mixed use projects, both under construction in the middle of COVID was definitely a little weird. Um, I mean, very happy to have it. I know that the one down on Turnpike Ridge, they have been working very diligently uh, to put the new retail building up. Um, but I know too, if you look at the construction of the boulevard, they had a number of teams out there. I think they did a lot of the social distancing, but at the same time, their job was to get the construction done. Um, I know if you look at it as well with um, Project for Complete Sheet Metal, he's probably within a couple of weeks of doing a ribbon cutting. So they plugged right ahead, kept going. And again, you have to find a balance between getting the work done and being safe. Um, but with many of these two is, I mean, I think the, the biggest concern was um, some timing on getting work done. If, for instance, uh, a couple of the tenants who needed build out on their space, particularly restaurants had to wait because many of the contractors were so busy, whether it's your HVAC, your plumbing, your electrical, it just took a while for folks to get out there because they tended to be very, very busy um, in a lot of different ways during the COVID. And I think um, most businesses have had to either pivot their original plans, like we were talking about earlier, and get creative, get get innovative with their with their um, structures. So, what what about from your perspective in terms of from from your office? It sounds like you've been keeping busy pretty much since the shutdown until today. What are some of the major changes that you've seen, or you know, if not, um, what has that experience been like from from where you're sitting? Well, it, it's interesting. I I've never stopped coming to work. So literally we never stopped coming in town hall for a while. It was closed completely. Now it's appointment only. Um, the first couple months were really challenging for me. I am very much an out about, I, I'm a good peopler. I like to be out there, 
see folks when I'm stuck in my office, it's challenging. So modifying to a lot of things, I think one of the biggest changes is the fact that I had used a constant contact um, maybe like once a month during COVID. It was about every four to six days because so much was changing. It was happening so rapidly and then trying to find ways creatively to get the word out. I mean, if you look at some of the things we've done over the last year or so, we've used funds out of the promotion budget from the economic development department to help augment what's happening. Again, we got the five gift cards donated, but most of the Berlin businesses of almost any size, they were trying to keep their doors open. The last thing they had the ability to do was to do marketing out there. So we did a lot of that. Again, we didn't, promote individual businesses, but we would promote usually business types um, and get the word out about what's happening and just trying to continue to remind people about the businesses that are here and, and to support them. Because I know too that even though the businesses were open, not a lot of people were coming, which definitely was challenging. I think some businesses ended up having, um, having creating um, online portals to purchase their items where that may not have been something that they had planned on doing, or if they did, it wasn't in the future where it became, I don't have a lot of choice. I have to do this. Um, and so you're right. I, I think pivot's a great way to put it because businesses definitely have done that. Um, I, I'm hoping that doing the ribbon cuttings, um, it, working it, with, with you guys at the Herald, getting the word out. Uh, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn and Facebook continuing to get the word out there to say, look, we, we haven't stopped. We're still going. Um, it's not the most fun time for everybody. I'm hoping that message gets out there just to be able to generate excitement and to let them know, look, if it's something you want to do, give me a call in Berlin or think about Berlin. Um, it happens to be a situation where um, in my position, there's a handful of professionals like myself in different communities. There's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't go into other towns and knock on doors to recruit businesses. You know, what's somebody doing it in your town? So I need to really put the word out there as best I can to say, here's what's happening in Berlin. Uh, we've got the, the Steel Center, 76 apartments and 18 million here. And we got Turnpike Ridge here. And we've had uh, three new restaurants that have opened in the middle of COVID. So um, it, again, sadly, we had two restaurants close, but we've had three that have opened. Um, I think there's an excitement because we've also gotten a much greater diversity. Berlin has not had a lot of diversity in food for a while. I mean, uh, having at the Fabar, our first Vietnamese food is great. Um, chicken and waffles has been great. Um, Seven Moons, which is Thai. Really looking to fill in some of the spots. And my hope as we go into later 2021 and 2022, get a handful more uh, restaurants down by the train stations and outside patios. I mean, the good news is Coles Road, which is our brewery, right across from Dairy Queen is open. And as soon as the weather gets nice, I am looking forward to hopefully having a, a beer on the patio with both of you. That sounds wonderful. And going off of that and some other things you mentioned, you said that your one of your best skills is being a peopler. Yes. I enjoy that word. And you mentioned how like bringing, you brought in businesses like the chicken and waffle place, which is not their first location, but you, it's all about to you fostering these relationships. It seems why, why yeah. is that so important? As you mentioned that there's always a story behind these businesses. Why is that so important to you? And, what do you do to in, to just nurture these relationships and make people trust you that Berlin's the place to open their business? Um, I, I'd say it's a couple of things. One, I, I happen to come from the private sector, so I have a slightly different mentality. I, I really look at it and say, okay, what is it? Where do we get? What are we trying to get into? How do we get there? It may not necessarily be possible, but can we find a way to do it? 
Um, if you look at the borough and bingo, I think I visited over the span of less than a week, probably 120 businesses in person because I wanted to explain to them how it worked, why they should be part of it, and which was great. I mean, having that connection. Um, I also would love our businesses in Berlin to be a marketing arm of what I'm doing, which is if they can say, hey, look, yeah, I work with Chris Edge and he did this and this and helped me out. Or you know what? You might want to check out the community. I think that's important. Um, I mean, there's two different pieces of what I do. There's the recruitment and there's the retention and growth. Recruitment's really tough. There's only so many Amazon, so many companies are going to come in, not just in Connecticut, but, but in, in Berlin. Having the basically retention and expansion help the businesses that are here to grow, whether it's going from home to a storefront or, or like chicken and waffles, opening a second or third location, or um, having someone like Focus Physical Therapy go from leasing a space to building their own building, help them take those steps so they continue to be here and invest and from that, be able to create jobs. I mean, that's one of the things I look at, which is opportunities for jobs. And then again, I try to use the word careers because job to me sounds like fast food. A career is something you can do and create a life with. Um, I mean, and, and to get back to it, loving to work with people, seeing that, um, because it, it takes a certain something to open your own business. I know I don't have it. Um, I just happen to be somebody that loves to work with them. Uh, interestingly enough, I don't know if people like it or dislike it. Uh, I use the word we when I'm working with them uh, because that's the way I really look at it, which is how do we get from where we are to where we're headed? Um, I, I truly believe that there's great opportunities in Berlin, down on Farmington Avenue, Kensington Village, on the Turnpike. There's a lot going on, and it's continuing to let people know what's out there and to explore new businesses, but also to support the folks that have been here for a while. Um, I know that you look at the news, it's always the big, it's Amazon, it's Walmart, it's whatever. Amazon, Walmart, and Target don't support the cheerleaders or the football team uh, or the Lions Club. And that's really where these local businesses are vitally important because you need that to keep the community growing. The nice thing, I think many residents are now seeing that going, okay, great. Well, for instance, on, on the Berlin bingo, I don't think I have a card handy, but one of them says, um, go spend $5 at a business that supported a cause that you believe in. So essentially it's saying they supported something you believe in, go back and spend money there. Relatively simple, but at the same time, it goes back to, you know what? We've given to your baseball team. Now we need your help. Uh, and, and I think the na nature of the community, they've really stepped up and done that. And that's not just residents. That's also people that own businesses and people that work here every day because there's just a huge, huge amount of people that love this community. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, career opportunities and people supporting their local businesses because it kind of um, it relates to my next question. And just as a way of wrapping up. It sounds like what you alongside your colleagues have created these amazing opportunities despite the pandemic. Are there some businesses that you are in particularly looking forward to having them open or perhaps some potential new ideas? You know, what are some of what are some of um, some new prospective things that's happening that you're looking forward to? I mean, uh, a couple of things that are that are coming down the pipe right now. I mean, I'm I'm excited about um, Tom's Corporation, who've been here, they just got approved, I think, for their ninth expansion in 30 years. They're going to be breaking ground soon. Um, National Sign is a manufacturer of literally 
big monstrous signs. They actually did one sign, I believe it was for Maserati, like 60 feet high in the Midwest. Um, Budney Aerospace, which is down on um, New Park Drive, expanding their campus. I think the other piece is working to get a couple new more restaurants in. I mean, right now, we don't have barbecue. We don't have a steakhouse. We don't have um, a, a sit-down, more uh, upscale Chinese-type restaurant. Um, because I know that there are some, and the folks in town do great, but you know, there's pieces where people would love to do it. Um, and I know we're starting to get a lot more, if you look at it on wellness and health, um, Sin Fitness to open up, uh, Sudortano, Adaptive Therapeutic Massage. So really looking at that area, growing that piece of where we are here in Berlin. Um, I mean, I know we have a couple coming up. Um, one is called Brass City Tile. They literally are opening up a, a tile showroom farming, excuse me, on Webster Square, a gentleman by the name of Cuts of Wood. Uh, it's a gentleman, a retired police officer who literally makes items out of wood, everything from a logo to your car, to a sports logo, to amazing, amazing things that he does. Actually, the ribbon cutting is this Friday, which would be the um, So those are the ones that are in mind, but I mean, really seeing what can happen. My biggest thing is seeing what happens on farming can happen. I have had a thought from a number of years ago and kept talking about it, which is I wanted to see like five to six restaurants, a brewery and a couple coffee shops between New Britain Road and where Porter's Pass, it's Farmington Avenue and five or six outside patios. Now we're getting there little by little. I mean, we have the, the three restaurants, we have the two coffee shops, we have the brewery. It's getting the infill, hopefully with the new development so that people will want to go out, walk around, park their car, and just really enjoy Farmington Avenue because we all know we're car people. It could be two tenths of a mile. If the restaurant right here doesn't work, we're getting in the car to go to the next one. How do we kind of change that and get people to think in that direction? Um, I, I know it can happen. Last October, we did a uh, basically a greater, Burl, uh, a, um, Bar greater Farmington Avenue um, Halloween. So what happened was we had 45 businesses that gave away candy. We had over 300 kids that were getting candy from businesses. And it was great because people were walking on Farmington Avenue, spending money at the different merchants. And it was great to see the opportunity. It's always been in the back of my head, but to see it there for the first time was tremendous. And realizing there's only a couple pieces we really need. Uh, and I think we're getting there a little bit. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us uh, today. We're That was really informative. We learned a lot and it's so great to see businesses continuing to open in town and that there's no sign of slowing down. Well, we, we hope not. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping as more people come out, I'm still talking to a number of entrepreneurs that want to do things. It's just uh, trying to make it work. And from my perspective, how do I walk them through the process handhold and then uh, get out there with the red ribbon and the big scissors, which is one of my favorite things. And, and we hope that we can be there for, for as many as we can. And, for anyone looking to find more of our coverage on everything going on in Berlin, business openings, and and otherwise, you can check out newburtonherald.com. Just go to the news tab, click Berlin. You'll find everything you need. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you for listening. And for Catherine, I'm Matt, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you both so much.